0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal De Stefano,
1: Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. All right, you're gonna hear us talking about
2: close
3: out. Down down. Go
1: wow. ahead, keep going. No, that was okay. your whole
3: song. Yeah. That was that it. Was it. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. sing us into this yeah. one. Close out. I was waiting
1: for the rest. I know. I was waiting for more. Yeah. That's all That's I got it, today. Huh? All right. Yeah. Uh, you're going to hear us talking That's about of a closeout, then. how to so recover. There it is. How to you recover properly. Me. And we refer a lot to our private forum. It's probably one of our favorite things that we do. On the private forum, people ask questions. We're on there daily. There's trainers on there. There's. Other fitness professionals, PTs,
3: doctors, nurses, you got it all. On
1: Regular these. people following the programs. It's a great community yeah. to help Super you. Super nerds, uh, yeah. good-looking people, chess champions. There's all kinds uh, of. Stuff. But it's um, getting very, very busy, and we're going to raise the price of it again. Yeah. So uh, right now it's fifty-seven dollars one time. You pay fifty-seven bucks, full access to the forum for life that is going to be going up to $67. You the- can
3: also right now if you were to purchase a program. So any of our maps programs, if you buy one of the program, you have you have an option right then and there to get the form for 50% off.
1: Right. So you can get it for 50% off if you enroll in any of our maps programs or if you enroll in just the form it's $57. However, on October 5th, that will be the last day for that price because after that, it's going to be $67. So Ooh. it's going to go up from 57 to 67. So, if you've been thinking about it, now's the time to do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. Mindpumpmedia.com. Adam, can you sing again? No, dude, you used to make fun of me. Oh. No, obviously. We won't. Yeah, we won't. No, dude. I'm not hey, going to hey. be your
3: whipping boy, dude. You
1: just hey. sang. You just sang five seconds ago. I did. That's all you get. And then you said you're not that bad. I don't want to. No. Come on, man. I do said. You, do you think you're that bad?
3: Do I think I'm that bad? Do you
1: think you're bad, like horrible or do you think you're just bad? Oh, and singing.
3: I'm pretty I'm
1: pretty horrible, dude. Yeah. Do no. you think you're the worst, like, ever? Ever? Like, the, do you think you're the worst I've ever heard? <laughs> that you have ever heard? Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: I think you've heard someone worse. I don't know, though. I you're, haven't. You haven't? No, you're <laughs> the worst.
2: <laughs> you fucking I dick. fucked up. <laughs> <I> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> one, day, one day Adam's going to have It's just the worst ever. One day, one day Adam's
1: going to have, like, a little daughter, you know? Yeah. She's like... Daddy, sing Daddy, for Daddy, me. You, and Adam's like, because I traumatized him. He's I was like, like I can't. Row, 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 your boat. <laughs> he's be like, I can't, baby. I can't sing for you. Daddy, please sing for me. <laughs> Give me, I need good dreams. I had nightmares last night. And then yeah. he's going to be like, And then as we be thinking about me, he be like, I can't. Fuck, yeah. I'm horrible. The wheels on the
3: bus go round and round. <laughs> Let me call Uncle Sal, sweetheart. We'll put him on the phone really quick. I can't sing. <laughs> I'll speakerphone
2: <laughs> you bad. in.
1: It's so bad.
3: Uh, it's so
2: bad. We'll get him one of those teddy bears that, like, you know, it sings for for the kids.
1: You know what, though? I tell you what. I think we should go to karaoke. Dude, we should. We uh. should. Because... I think, be, I think it would be fun. Wouldn't it be fun? It would be really fun. To do fun. karaoke? Yeah. How does everybody feel about that? I think it would
3: be excellent. And then right afterwards, we'll go <laughs> we'll play need. some basketball or something. That would be even... Uh-huh. Hey,
0: uh-huh. we should. You
1: know, we could play. <laughs> we play some sports. We're not <laughs> playing horse, though. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. going
3: to play real
2: basketball.
1: God, that was, that was such a shocker to you guys. I wasn't shocked. I knew what would happen. <laughs> yeah. But you guys were so shocked that I beat you. But the crazy part... Was that it wasn't that I beat you? It was how <laughs> how well I beat it wasn't it wasn't even close. It was like a it was like a yeah it was a destruction. It's the, like it the, was like you guys is like you guys sucked really bad. And the I was, ironic like, <laughs> the
3: ironic part and anybody who's played basketball in their life knows that like this you just don't do this right. So you don't go lift heavy weights and then go shoot basketball because anybody no. that can actually shoot a basketball right. that will absolutely destroy your shot. Now somebody. Who has a horrible shot to start with? Right. That could possibly make your shot better. Or like, or like shoots from really down low. Yes, like you know, never has to worry about somebody blocking their it's shot because like, they like, never
2: played real basketball. It's like me singing you
3: know I mean? and then putting I mean, all those like, like uh, what are those? What are the synthesizer and all these crazy things? Like it actually might make me sound decent,
1: and yeah, people have no idea I mean, how horrible. Auto-tune. Can you I really imagine? Am.
2: We need to. Uh,
3: Doug, can we auto-tune one of Adam's songs?
2: Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. That with, would be
1: so with, good.
3: With a synthesizer yeah, and an auto-tune, yeah. I might actually sound good, which is like what Sal did. We all lifted weights, and the guy with the worst basketball skills all of a sudden looked He auto-tuned so, his way to victory. It, did, it did auto-tune his way to victory. You
1: know what, though? But here's what's crazy. Two two things. Number one, we'll never play basketball again. Absolutely. Ever. Because I won. See? So we'll never that, play again. because I want a coward way to go. It's out. not. You, it's actually quite intelligent. You don't, I want to make sure I can make funny, because... This kills you guys. You guys are so. This Listen, is such. Everybody a, knows two out of three. But this Would is I, such a horrible you gotta at thing. At least give us that. Like you guys are like you. You knew for sure you're going to beat me. What and you then don't you lost know and is now that you guys are I, destroyed about
3: it. Justin and I this morning were at the new Mind Pump Academy and we actually told the contractors put, we put were a basketball like a basketball hoop. It's on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we were going to have a basketball hoop in there.
1: Huh? Yeah. Yep. We are. That's cool. Yeah. We'll just never play again. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this forever. You're, we're all going to be old one day. On your deathbed, when you're mm-hmm. like fucking, oh, uh, you're dying. Yeah. I'm going to whisper in your ear and be like, Adam, remember yeah. that game. I whooped your ass. I beat you at horse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or when you're in your dying deathbed, I'm going to wheel you in and dunk on you. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right, Sal. Die now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, boom. I, I block you. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking, uh, that would suck. You know? and, then you, uh, and then you die. I probably
2: couldn't jump by then. I know? think
1: we should pick a different sport. A different sport? Yeah, because I won that already. So let's pick something else. Like darts. Yeah. What do Is you want? More yeah. Let's pick something like darts. Yes, what man. a great idea! No, let's pick something that takes some athleticism to it. Besides, oh, it. Uh,
3: yeah, let's Whoa, let's yeah bro. let's yeah let's take something that you takes I mean? coordination we, like we may football, have some professional, baseball, soccer. I want to see him swing a, or throw a baseball. Oh yeah, that would look.
2: I want to ha- awesome.
1: I want. Listen, we may have some professional dart players listening right now, so be careful. Professional no, dart players. That's a sport. I was playing into your strength
2: there because I saw what, you know how you shot the basketball. This is like that limited range of motion, like. Pew.
1: No, so what it is, here's what it is. Uh I'm not a good basketball player. However, um I'm able to calculate perfectly the trajectory and the <laughs> angle. And so it's just it was just pure was physics. three point
2: one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> it was
1: five. It was, it was pure pure brain power that shot that motherfucker up there. Yeah. I would love to play another sport with you guys for real though. Let's do it. We will. But we will. nothing s- like super strenuous. We're gonna have like I a, wanna play like we're gonna have like, like a
3: man on once we get our spot. Let's do it. Little man cat, And we'll even throw your arm throw wrestling. We'll throw some arm in wrestling there. in there so you have at least one sport you can win at.
1: We'll throw uh, each of us pick an event. Mm-hmm. That's how we do our man. <laughs> we do
3: a man cathlon, my I'll buddies it, and I. And each guy gets. I'll, p- I'll a- pick
1: a reading. You're going to do chess or something for us? You fuck.
3: Everybody gets two sports to <laughs> pick and chess. everybody, agree- everyone gets one veto. So you're allowed one veto. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So if, if you get. That's veto- what you and your boys do. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of mm. cool. And we do a cool little man like cathlon. I like that idea.
1: You've golfed before. I have. You've golfed, Justin? Yep. Mm-hmm. I've never golfed. Let's
3: do it. I'm terrible at it, so it'd be good. We you know, should, we could do mini golf. We, well, you know, yeah, not really. I'm only
2: good at two parts of the golf the, the drive and then the drinking, uh, the wedge. And oh, really? Because
3: driving is one of the hardest parts of golf. I Man, can't drive very I well. I suck at, at putting. Uh, it, it's tough for me. I'm good with I'm decent. I shouldn't say like good. Like happy good, good and golfing with me does not go I I'm, Madison. I'm less worse. At hitting with irons mm. than I am with anything else. I have the setup though. I look that's fucking cool as shit when I get out there. What do you mean? I look Tiger Woods sponsored out right there. I mean, I come out. Oh, there, you I, look. You oh, look cool. My shoes, yeah, my that's pants. Important. Yeah, you know, my polo. My mm-hmm. I got the tailor custom tailor made's and everything. Like dude, oh, that sport is I look perfect, perfect for drinking. I look
2: sharp also bowling and smoking cigars. Those are two great drinking
3: sports.
1: I'll I'll, I'll play golf with you guys. I've never done it before. I feel, I think Which would be weird if I won that, well, too. We, we've been getting a lot of- It would be weird.
2: Well, uh, I think it's, it's important that we
3: do this because it's kind of it's that sport where you go and you you know, you know do business and you talk. That's why I started doing it. Oh, no, really, no, 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 We need to get you good at it because we're going to be doing
1: that. Oh, no, no. We're, if we go play golf, I'm playing to win. I just want to let you guys know ahead of time. Let's set up a it's golf. No, we're not going to go hang go, out. Doug, can you- I'm really? going to win.
2: You want to throw that out there? Like, huh? you, you, once you have that in your head, dude, golf is not a sport where you want to say stuff like that. Why? Because it's going to own you. Yeah. Is it really? Oh it yeah. will own 100%. you hundred percent.
1: I don't care if I lose golf because I already won basketball. But no, 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 I, no, I like no, no, talking no back, don't backpedal. <laughs> yeah,
3: Kay. Doug, did you do golf? You said that we have it on film. I golf. Yes. Uh, uh, are you like uh, okay, or do you do? No,
0: it? I'm pretty crappy.
3: This, so this is great. We're all terrible at this sport. So what are the skills? We're all on Sal's level of this sport. This would be a great. But sport? You guys have experience. This is a good one. No,
0: what do you mean by experience? A Long
3: time ago. Yeah, I
1: can count. I can. Oh count- yeah, let's all just talk shit now. I've never even held a golf club in my hand. You, you're then that's good. It'll be good yeah, for you. Good, yeah. You know what they tell you you might have that like beginner luck
3: thing going for you for a while.
2: Probably oh,
1: you better say keep saying that because you know what's about to happen. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm probably gonna suck. Well, with
3: golf, actually, normally if you're somebody who plays other sports. Uh, it, it actually hinders your golf See, here
1: game. we go. He's setting it up, just so, in case I win. Yeah, so... <laughs> just in case I win. You're fact, very smart. You're the, very smart. The fact that you... I don't see
2: him doing well with golf. I, I, I'm I excited about this one. Yeah, let's yeah.
3: all do that. I think this would be a good... I think this would be a good squirt, sport. Squirt. Squirt. This, yeah. this would be a good
1: squirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Squirt. I don't get that excited. Squirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey,
3: uh, you turned down. I wanted to do Q and I like helping people out, and so that and you turned it down because you wanted to do something else. What did oh. you? Yeah, I was oh. trying to help all you guys out there that are asking yeah. questions. We have so many questions now. I'm like, we might have to ramp up another like, Q. Nah,
1: let's talk about our stuff. Well, yeah. we could We could record another Q and A after this one. Okay.
3: Yeah. I want to. I, I want to. I, I, uh, I have some questions on there. I think I, I actually directed people. Like, hey, oh, which can I bring this up really quick? I want to. I want to apologize uh, to people that. Have remained in contact with me since. I mean, if you were connected to me on social media two years or more ago, I was able to get to a lot of people. Um, it's now gotten to the point where my inbox—I just—I can't get to every single person that's in there. So, if you were somebody that used to communicate with me a lot and I helped out, I gave you a lot of answers and things like that, and then all of a sudden it seems like I'm ignoring you now. I'm not. It's just literally my box is that flooded that I can't. I can't possibly get to every single person. So please. Don't take that personally. Please go use the, the the resources that we've given you guys, which is the YouTube channel Mind Pump TV. Please we'll go Go no. to the IG page. Go to the IG page. Fill out if you have questions. Put it on the Q and A. You can
1: ask me if you want. I usually yeah, answer.
3: Yes. Yes. Sal still only <laughs> Sal, Sal still only has about eleven thousand people following him, so his <laughs> his oh. inbox is nowhere near as <laughs> flooded. So those and and he's much smarter. So if you guys want better answers, oh, you know, nice. go ask him. Oh. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there because I I did like I came across somebody who I, I think inboxed me and it was like a month old and I'm like oh man this is like a dude that I've I'm, I know I've talked to tons of times and given them answers and helped him out with stuff and and I, I don't want to come off and sound like oh like okay now they're like so busy and they're I'm untouchable so
1: untouchable
2: now
3: yeah like mm. it's not like that at all like i'm we're always trying to answer and help as many people as we possibly can
1: yeah i mean we're barely going to have time we're barely we going to have time to play golf for yeah. god's sake <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're just talking about playing golf uh, I don't, yeah. yeah i have no idea when we're going to we do we say that. yeah
3: let's be honest we say that was when's it going to really happen but i just wanted to put that out there i mean we all do our best to try and get to everybody as much as possible and answer as many questions for free and continue to help and give uh, free information out as much as we can um, it's not a matter of uh, thinking that we're too good for that or not. If, you, if you're if you somebody who... It I just can,
1: becomes impossible. It, it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible.
3: If you if I've got... Uh, you know, I've, I've
1: just been directing people to get to the forum because uh, <clears throat> yeah. so many people on the forum... That is the place for, well, for sure. Well, yeah, because you ask questions on there and um, other members help out and answer. People they have lots of experience. Job, yeah, yeah, there's other trainers on there.
3: Which reminds me, we were just... Discuss- the forum rate is going to go up. So the forum price is, is going up next month. So I know that if you're not already on the forum, it's something, that you want to get in? Okay,
1: you, you mean? hold on a second. Not next month because we're recording this, and by the time this airs, it'll be oh this month then. Sorry. Wait, so it's going to go up when? When are we planning on raising the price of the of the forum? Because right now it's what is it, Doug? It's fifty seven dollar one time fee. You enroll and you get access to the forum for life, I the believe, private forum. I believe
3: Doug said we're going to go to sixty seven dollars. So
1: it's going to go up to sixty seven. Um. Very, very soon, and uh, just so everybody knows that at some point in the near future, it won't be a one-time, lifetime fee. It'll be an annual fee. It'll be annual, or or it'll be be monthly, or or monthly. But everybody who's in there, who gets in there, whatever you get grandfathered in. So if you get in now. That's it. You're in for life. It doesn't matter how and big that, we get. that's it.
3: the place I can't. Uh, the the people that have been getting uh, inboxing me or Sal or Justin and getting tons of free information for a very long time. Like I just can't stress that enough. Like, dude, go out, spend sixty seven or fifty seven right now get in the forum because, one, that's where we're at most of the time answering questions, and we've fostered such a great community in there that even if one of us don't get to it right away, there's a ton of brilliant minds and other fitness professionals and even people that have got experience in other parts of the field that we don't that can answer the questions as good or better than some of us. Well, just the other day,
1: somebody was asking about an injury um, or pain that they had, and I was asking questions to see if I could help them out, and right away, one of our members who's a physical therapist Gets on there was able to di- to to diagnose it. Um, that's that's Sweet. huge value. Yeah, it is because oh. I mean it, you know we're not uh, experts in, in a lot of these different types of fields. We know stuff, but right, uh, we we lean on that forum quite a bit as well.
3: Well, we and this, this is something that I think we've always prided ourselves on, and what we c- continue to hope to bring to everybody is. You know, we, we may not be the, the, the best person for uh, a certain question, but I promise you that we'll get to the best person for that. So, I mean, I really see the future of, of mind pump being connected to all the, some of the greatest minds in the fitness industry, you know, from all levels of, of mm-hmm. health and fitness, you know, so not just, Program design and talking about building muscle or burning fat, but getting into, Mm -hmm. you know, physical therapy and rehab and a
2: very holistic approach. Yeah, we're we're
3: getting towards that like real soon here. And the best one of the best places right now is for sure on the forum. So if you're not on there already, you know, take advantage of that. I know we're going to be closing that out uh, this this coming month. So make sure you guys. So do so that. what do you
1: what do you say? Price is good till the end of October.
3: Well, we'll do that. I'm sure we'll do a probably run like a commercial before we do this episode and give hey, we'll, given the exact. We'll date. probably tell everybody all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, because going to be we'll okay. that all, all right. All for right, sure. very good. But what did you want? To, I know you wanted to address something. I just wanted to address that before we get.
1: Well, into I this. thought you know it's um, again a lot because we've been doing this for so long. Um, I think we tend to take for granted some of the information that we understand about fitness. Some of our more popular episodes have been these very, in our, you know, kind of basic how to train certain body part type episodes. I, and the reason why we didn't do those episodes earlier is it honestly didn't even dawn on us. You know, it's like we talk about this stuff so much that to talk about how to train a particular body part just seemed like it just didn't pop up. It didn't seem interesting. Mm-hmm. But obviously, there's a lot of people that found that, you know, that, that find that information uh, uh, helpful. Um, and so, along those lines, um, I wanted to talk about. Um, Something that there's a lot of there's a lot of confusion surrounding uh, in the fitness industry, in particular in the muscle building part of the fitness industry, and that's recovery. Uh, you know, what is recovery? What does it mean to recover? How do I factor that into my routine? You know, what do I need to consider when I look at you know recovery? Um, you know, all those different questions mm-hmm. um, that I think are very very important because I see lots of people throwing the term recovery around. And uh, not quite understanding uh, what it means because in, in our, uh, you know, in the, in the fitness communities, uh, you know, in terms of muscle building or what the fitness community, when people talk about recovery, I think what they mean is um, adaptation. They confuse the two. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you got to hit your, you know, hit your pecs hard and then recover so that they're stronger. But um, people get that confused. They don't, they don't realize that recovery and adaptation can be completely two different things and that there's lots of different factors that go into recovery, everything from uh, individual variances, genetics, your lifestyle, uh, to your cap- the capability that you've built up uh, through training mm-hmm. um, to um, being able to take recovery and uh, use that as a, a factor in your programming and learn how to wield um, you know, damage uh, right. and recovery like a tool.
2: Damage or, or you know like endurance kind of recovery, like cardiovascular recovery, like all these kinds of different uh, recoveries. Like it, th- there's a lot of different, you know, aspects to it for sure.
1: There is, um, uh, you know, first things first, when your body has any type of damage, um, whether it be acute um, damage or, you know, stuff over time, um, damage created on purpose or on accident, Your body aims to repair that damage, so it's it's no different than getting a cut, and your body sends, you know, inflammatory markers and signals and, you know, blood clotting, you know, chemicals to stop the bleeding, form a, you know, kind of form a clot, get a scab, you know, repair the area and recover from, you know, said injury. Uh, Really not that different from when you damage muscles uh, when you exercise. Your body aims to recover the damage that was produced um however that recovery does not guarantee uh that you're going to improve. Mm-hmm. It just means that you've just recovered. Right. You know if I hit a uh, if I hit a muscle group or you know a body part really really hard today and cause damage, my body will aim to recover that. Um but what can I do to to use that process to facilitate uh, actual adaptation or to get stronger or to build more muscle? And do I need to be fully recovered and I'm doing the air quotes here do I need to be fully recovered to continue to stimulate adaptation? I, I you know, I, that's kind of. I, I, in my personal opinion, I think that's kind of a myth. I think people think you need to be fully one hundred percent recovered before you can cause uh, or send another muscle building signal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't train a sore muscle. How, how many times have you guys heard that? Oh uh, yeah, all the time. You know, that was a game changer for me when I realized that I could train a sore muscle um, while it was recovering. And elicit more of an adaptation response uh, well, as too, a result. With, yeah,
2: active recovery versus like when you just you really do need to rest uh, uh, and lift your feet up and, and recover and heal. So I mean that's that's more obviously like you said like acute kind of damage and, and injury type type situation versus uh, just something that you need to actively recover to stimulate uh, more circulation and more of the repairing process to happen and, and recovery to be facilitated, you know, as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Well,
3: I find there's a, there's a fine line here too. And I think it takes a lot of self-awareness on who the, the person that's training to understand which person, who you are and where you fall in this category. Because in my in experience, there's really two kind of camps here. Where you either overtrain and you're you're hammering your body so much that you're not allowing it to recover and adapt and grow like you should, and then you have the the other camp that is so concerned about recovery that they all they do is 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 they rest and leave it alone for long that they're kind of stuck in a plateau because they're not continued to progressively overload. So I think that you know it de- depends on who I'm talking to on how I address like a question like this or, or really try and motivate somebody because simply explaining how the recovery process is already kind of a challenging thing for people. But then the next challenging piece is understanding who you are and wh- what you need to uh, to do with this. Because I feel like when I get like a competitor, for example, and I'm talking to someone like that who's hired me and we're getting ready for a show, like all they want to do is more, 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 more and like eat less, less, less and cut in the. They're pushing and stressing their body so hard that they get caught in this like recovery trap or they're con- they're constantly hammering the body and it isn't growing and adapting. And they're not allowing it to recover. Then you have the other side who is like, you know, hit the muscle one time per week and then they leave it alone. Like if they feel that they've worked it out at all, they leave it alone until, you know, seven to ten days and they're hitting it again like. You know, or they're only working on the gym like three days a week. Like, so that person is totally different. So understanding who you are and how to uh, come after or go after that, to me, is is an important thing to think about, too.
1: Well, I mean, uh, studies have been done several now on uh, training frequency of muscles and where they'll compare the same volume of exercise, but they'll split it up into more frequent workouts. So in other words, you know, one option would be to train, let's say, my chest today and I did... 21 sets for my chest um, at, you know, whatever intensity versus training my chest three times during the week and doing seven sets each workout. So I'm doing the same total work uh, uh, and I'm probably creating less damage per workout um, when I'm doing the frequent workouts versus the one super hard damage the hell out of my chest. And this is hard workout.
3: for people to do because, and I remember being somebody who went from body part splits to frequency and I, I remember the very first time that we talked and we looked at maps anabolic a bulk and I was like, okay, I'm going to truly follow this to a T and being a guy who used to hammer a muscle group, you know, one, one to two muscle groups or one to two muscles um, per workout, you know, it was very hard for me to go like, oh, just five sets. I'm done with this. You know, I'm moving on to the next muscle group. I feel like I've just kind of got a pump like. Mm -hmm. You know, you get that you get so uh, caught up in that you've been taught to hammer uh, one single muscle or two for the entire hour that learning, teaching yourself to split those sets up over three days is is challenging. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind if you're somebody listening right now and you're a body part split person and you, uh, you are, you know, doing a muscle group to two. Per workout, And then we're telling you do a, a full body r- routine and you're trying to split up now the total sets and volume over the course of three or four days. You know, it takes some discipline to stop yourself at set number five or six or wherever, you know, wherever you decide to split that. So let's say you're doing 18 sets of chest and a chest workout. So that would mean now you're doing five over in three days, five, 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 Mm -hmm. or excuse me, six, six, six.
2: Yeah, you guys are bringing up a lot of volume, uh, you know, as far as that equation is concerned. Whereas, you know, coming from my perspective, like the, the hardest thing for me mentally was to not... Get so ramped up with intensity in oh, the workout. Overdoing so, the intensity, yeah. So the intensity was such a factor for me that it was hard. Just like you know, coming from a body part split like that, and you're you're really trying to vol- get all your volume in for that one workout. Whereas for me, I was trying to um, you know press as hard as I possibly could and get to that max sort of zone where I felt like you know I really pressed everything I had into into each lift and um, just just what it takes to then recover from that the next day. It's something that I didn't even consider until I stopped doing that. And I started to, uh, you know, level out my, my intensity and, and lower my intensity a bit on those days to where uh, I left the two in the tank. And I, you know, I really practiced that. And then just seeing the surge of energy, um, by then, going light to medium intensity the next day, and then coming back into those same lifts, and then you start seeing you start seeing the load increase, right? You start seeing, you start getting stronger. You get stronger. You're like, what? Because I was pressing as hard as I could to get you know that same weight. Uh, you know, doing it the way I was doing it previously. So uh, that was so enlightening to me that, um, you know, my entire focus was to try and really press into athletes' heads that like, yes, you know, the mentality, we're so wired to want to like perform at our highest ability all yeah. the time. And that's such a hard thing. But you got to save that for when you're performing. It's-
1: well, I, I, I struggle with trying to kind of explain this in a way that makes it easy, easy to understand. Um, I'm going to try. So let's say going to absolute failure, super ridiculous intensity workout sends on a scale of 1 to 10 a 10 muscle building signal. However, the amount of damage that I've caused to both my muscles and to my central nervous system now require me to rest for seven days. And within that seven days, that 10, after two or three days, becomes a six, a it seven. It becomes a six, and then a five, and a three, and a two, and a one, mm-hmm. because that signal is not loud. Even though I'm still recovering, that signal starts to dampen. Now, let's say I take and I train my muscles at less intensity, still hard, but less intensity. However, because I'm not damaging myself so much, the muscles building signal is only a seven or an eight, okay? So it's not quite as loud. However, it only takes me a couple days to kind of recover from that, and I can hit that muscle again. Well, over the course of a week, if I average out the muscle building signal that I've sent to my muscles, even though the super intense balls of the wall workout sent a a, a louder signal for that one day, the cumulative effects of the more frequent workouts at lower intensities, uh, and the reason why the, the lower intensities allow me to train them more frequently, is going to be much more effective. And in fact... There are very conclusive studies that have demonstrated this. One was recently uh, uh, posted by, I think it was the muscle professor uh, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. He posted a a study. Um, And we're all, you know, we all saw that study and the results were like, no shit. But I think a lot of people still get really shocked by this because they're still under the impression that training a muscle super, super hard and then leaving it alone is the best way to go. And you need to understand that that myth was perpetuated by people in the fitness community that are always, uh, that always have a loud muscle building signal via uh, exogenous, you know, use of anabolic hormones. hormones. Right. So they don't necessarily have to worry so much it's not about- not a fair playing field. Uh, it not, not only is it not fair, it's different. They don't yeah. have to worry about this muscle building signal dampening uh, because they're resting. That muscle building signal is going to stay up higher seven, all the time yeah, because they're yeah. anabolic. In fact, there was a famous study that was done in the mid to late 90s that where they compared uh, athletes who took steroids and didn't exercise to athletes who were natural and worked out. And the guys who took steroids actually built more muscle in eight weeks, uh, even though they didn't even lift weights because they had this, this artificial signal that was pumping mm. now that being said if you're listening and you use anabolic steroids uh you're building muscle with your body part split uh in spite of the fact that it's right. not as effective you're just getting away with it if you incorporate- uh, now, right. now
2: imagine if you worked with your body exactly, exactly.
3: Right. now you're gonna get even better results well and that gets to to me and the other you know the other day um you just did a post recently where uh you did about fasting and how much it's just changed the game for you and and you know, for the health benefits and how now, and you talked about this recently, how, you know, it's amazing to you that, you know, you've totally focused yourself on just health. It does you don't care about PRs. You don't care about building a ton of muscle. And then as a side effect, you're in the best shape of your life and you've, with the least amount of effort, this is how I feel about training right now. Like, so my, my entire career of lifting weights, I have never worked so little at to keep my physique where it's at. Now I'm not in the best shape of my life right now because I've gotten on shape, gotten in shape for a show before and and looked amazing, but I feel really good. I like where I'm at. I'm in a very manageable state. I, I have a lot of. Of flexibility in my diet I don't have to train seven days a week I'm not fucking killing myself in the gym sometimes I go to the gym and I do like one or two exercises it's crazy yeah but because of the the way I'm training and the frequency and then the 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 movements that I'm choosing to do in comparison to what I was before it has never been so easy to keep myself in the shape well I
1: I think one of the best examples is how your legs responded Yep. When you changed it, because, uh, you know, upper legs for you was such a struggle for most of your life. And it wasn't
3: like you didn't work them out. You're, you're right. That is probably the biggest game changer because it used to be, man, I used to hit legs once, sometimes, to, sometimes twice a week, but religiously once a week. And man, did I dread that workout every single week. I mean, you go hard and you'd beat them you, up. Oh, right? yeah, because it's what I had to. If I need to get any response for them at all, I had to fucking hammer them. It seemed like it seemed like I just had And it was like I would get nauseous. And anybody who's out there that's listening, that's a six foot three, two hundred plus pound guy, knows what it's like to fucking do legs because it's it is it's a long lever. It, right it, it takes a lot of blood, it yeah. takes a lot of blood, a lot of oxygen to uh, to send that fluid down to them them suckers. And uh, it it would it, I would literally I remember you're years, turning year, country on us. I swear, yeah. <laughs> suckers. Yeah, years and years of uh, hunt, uh, hanging over a leg press machine or the squat rack, just wanting to vomit because. You know, doing twenty to twenty-five sets of legs was so daunting, and when I made that switch to training them three times a week, and then I was done in like you know six to eight sets. I mean, I can give six to eight sets any day on anything, and it would. And at first, I almost felt like I was cheating myself. Like I, I got to do more. I've always hammered this muscle to get any response from it, and they, they, I love. I absolutely love it now that I can go in and spend five to ten sets, that's it, uh, on, like, squats. But you
1: gained and, so much fucking muscle oh, in your yeah. legs.
3: Oh, and strength. I mean, my I was I, – 225 used to be hard for me to squat, you know, but that was back in the days, like I said, when I was tra- training just legs on one day, and, you know, that type of stuff would break me before where – you know, now uh, my strength and the size of my legs, like it's it's insane the difference by just going splitting to that. That was a game changer for me. Yeah, for it's sure. it's
1: really it's understanding how to use the the damage signal appropriately because, you know, don't get me wrong, uh, <clears throat> damage is the probably the loudest natural signal you're going to send your body to uh, To build muscle, and this depth. is
3: where those studies come from. So I want you to touch on that because I know there's people listening right now. I'm like, no, I've read a study. It shows that going to failure, you know, sends the the loudest signal, and that's the best way to build muscle. Because yeah. this is goes back to how much we can't stand how the fitness industry takes one bit of science. You know, they take a little bit of information. That's Not the whole story. It isn't the whole story. That's yeah. what fucking pissing me off. And what they don't realize is that story. Is put together to benefit them to sell a branch chain amino acid or sell something you know it's backed by some yeah, supplement they need some supplement to give you recovery exactly. aid in it and exactly it's ha- such a
2: bad mentality and that was the other kind of point I was going to bring up as far as the mentality of it like recovery being something you're planning as you're going through your intense workout right so versus like going through your full intensity and then okay now how do I recover the next day how am I going to what are my plans to recover what I take yeah it's not that it's when you're doing your workout how you're, you're planning you you're setting up your next day through your workout so if i it looks totally different than than it than me just hammering my body and then trying to you know add gatorade or you know whatever else to try and aid in my recovery well let's give an example it stretches let's like stretch an, my way to recovery let's
3: give an example of that what you just said is so true this and a way i would do this now so now i come in It. shit i just did this uh day before yesterday so day before yesterday uh, I went in and I did I think uh, eight eight to ten sets of squats, mm-hmm. uh, and then we did a, a bunch of other stuff, right? But you know, the next day after that, you know, I'm in doing leg stuff, but now I'm doing like my mobility work. So now I'm doing like my you know r- lizards with rotation and body weight walking lunges and. I'm doing movements where I'm still working my legs, but the intensity is like forty percent, thirty percent. It's super easy, and all I'm doing is trying to send more, send more blood, send more oxygen to those muscles to help elicit recovery. And then on top of that, you're getting extra stimulation because you're moving them again. Well,
2: what I'm trying to touch on too is is just the community, and you know, God bless CrossFit. I always hammer them, but uh, here's a mentality that I see a lot with getting through these intense, grueling workouts and I'm getting all these aches and pains. And now my Uh, association with recovery is how do I eliminate these aches and pains to get me back to this, you know, crazy ass, like intense workout. So now all these things pop up, like, uh, you know, there's all these band distraction methods. There's this foam rolling with super gnarly, you know, knots in it. So now I'm going to grind the shit out of my leg to try and recover myself back to get to this position. I'm going to tape myself up so that, that way I can, it'll contribute to me squatting right again. Dude, this is
3: why, okay, you got, you like, Your Kelly Star, it's your Doctor Spina. You have all these these guys too, and I remember when I first started like reading their material and thinking like, dude, how are these guys tied to like like CrossFit? They have to be so. But then it keeps them in business exactly, and that's where it's like, you know what? I can't knock them because these guys have built a career. Off of fucking CrossFit. So you Mm. better believe they're not going to talk shit about it because before CrossFit came around, there wasn't as much of a need. Not many people were talking about the importance of mobility and all this foam, all these foam rolling and band distractions. It has totally created. Uh, this whole new market that should have always been there, like, his mobility is super important, but it has become even more important that you have cause now that we have all these people that are going to a CrossFit box that are trying to get in shape, but really they're training like these super high end uh, athletes that are hammering their body that don't shouldn't be doing that. And to the credit like just like with the bodybuilding community it went to the
2: full extreme and then you see all this like nutrition and all these techniques that came out of it because of they went to that full extreme and now they're like well wow let's 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 pull back and let's let's extract what was really working and same thing with CrossFit where they went to that full extreme where they everybody was doing functional moves to their fullest extreme and like hammering the, the fuck out of themselves to where oh well we we need to we need to actually like build up this joint support here well, and that, that's a priority
1: I find it interesting how uh, how different the mentality is now for myself uh, in the past when I would train super super intensely and get really sore <clears throat> the, the, the what I would do is I would take extra days off so my mentality was if I'm not in the gym beating the shit out of myself it's just a waste of time mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna take extra days off now, I manipulate my intensity. The last thing I do is to take a day off. Now that doesn't mean you shouldn't take a day off. There's mm-hmm. definitely times when it's important to take a day off, but to be honest with you if you train properly, that's actually at the bottom. That's the the last thing you do. The last, you know, uh, cog that you move in the wheel is taking time off. The first thing you do is you adjust your intensity. So I'm working out today like Adam said, he worked out his legs yesterday, they're kind of sore, he hit them hard, didn't take today off. He just went easier. He just reduced the intensity. He's still working out, though. That frequency is very, very important, and that frequency sends signals independent of of, uh, damage. This is very important. That damage is a very important signal to to build muscle and to adapt. However, it's not the only signal. Mm -hmm. You can also send signals by simply moving or by facilitating the signal that you already sent the day before. This is the concept behind... Uh, trigger sessions and focus mm-hmm. sessions that we have in some of our programs, trigger sessions alone, look, if you, all you ever did were trigger sessions, you'd get, if you—if it was compared to nothing, you'd get some results. If you compare it to a, a shitty workout routine with weights, it would get its ass kicked. But if you add trigger sessions to a good routine, it's that turbo boost because what it's doing is it's, it's keeping that loud signal going on. It's keeping you more active. And I know it sounds, to some of you, sounds like, like, duh, uh, but believe it or not, the mentality uh in in our industry is the opposite of that. It's it's well, take time off. Let's
3: do okay. Let's if well, I I would love to have a study to show this too, and and I I don't need one in front of me to know that the benefits are much higher. Is you look at the trigger sessions, right? Let's say somebody uh, let's say somebody has a four day a week. They go in and they lift weights, and then the other three days they're pretty much resting and recovering or whatever. They got stuff going on. If in those three days they started to incorporate trigger sessions two to three times a day, they will get more gains from that than they ever would from all the supplements they could possibly take.
1: Oh, my (laughs) way more. But
3: we're in this mentality of wanting to take a pill or take a powder. And trigger sessions are so easy. They're not hard to do. No, it's like not, five minutes. Yeah, minutes long, you, man. they're bands. You can do them anywhere, anywhere. anywhere. That, those little, that little thing could save you so much money. Mm-hmm. Go out, get some bands, get your set of bands, start to incorporate. You got to do
1: them right. You got to do low intensity. You got to do them right. Yeah, yeah uh, but, of course. But if you do them within, literally within a day, I'm not making this up. You do trigger sessions properly consistently for one day. Not visible changes, but you'll feel them right away. You'll be
2: like, whoa, what's going on? I'm trying to think of like when I wouldn't. And and the only time that I would think that I would actually take a day off and like fully rest, recover are days where I'm like, I fully maxed out that day. My plan was to PR. You know, my Mm -hmm. plan was to play in a football game is to play, you know, where I'm going at my full
3: throttle and I'm redlining mm-hmm. the next day, you know, I'm probably taking the whole day off. Well, we used, we um, also, you, we mentioned another time when we do it and you said it actually yourself and this is when I would do it too, when we went to Ben Greenfield, if right. I, if I know that like, man, it's going to be hard to me, hard for me to get to the gym, you know, I know that we're going to be traveling or, you know, I'm going to be out in Maui and I want to take the day off or whatever. So I'm gonna my workout. I'm gonna get after it harder than I normally would mm-hmm. because then then I don't care. I don't care that my body is having to spend more time trying to recover from that. Is because I already know that I'm not getting into the gym. Mm-hmm. And if there was ever a time that I was going to do that, that would be the time to do that mm-hmm. because I already know I'm taking two to three days off after that because I'm gonna be so busy doing other things. So mm-hmm. that time is might be a time that I, in which you're gonna get so much more benefits. By scheduling it and, a, and utilizing a tool like that, so that's we talk about using intensity as a tool a lot. Like this is where you, I would utilize that. Is I know I'm not going to be able to get to the gym. And let's for be a couple clear, it's
1: not. It's less than ideal. It's of course, just something you're 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 exactly. You're planning it. Okay, I'm going on a trip. Uh, how can I make this? Uh, you know, how can I? kind of maintain myself without because I know I'm not going to work out. It's less than ideal, but it is a tool. Now, if you did that all the time where you hammered yourself so you could rest and not do anything, mm-hmm. then you'd be like most people who lift weights in the gym. Where they, I mean, think about it. Listen, if you're listening right now, th- you probably make yourself sore after every workout, uh, and yet you haven't progressed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Th- what does that mean? That means your body's recovering. It's not adapting. There's a big difference. Any any idiot can damage a muscle. I you don't need any programming for that. I tell you what, you want to damage your biceps, go in the gym, go do fifteen sets of barbell curls to absolute failure. Isn't that
3: crazy though? That, that's how we associate though, even as trainers, we and you know this. But so before we pick on everybody, like you have to know that this was something even ourselves struggle with. Is is starting to correlate a, a soreness to a good workout. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you and people, that's what you would share. Oh, try this. I did this the other day. Fuck, it got me hella sore. Like that, yeah. how many times have you heard that or said that even yourself to somebody else? Like, yeah. oh, try this. This fucking fucked my biceps. Up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so there's this we still have that, you know, as a mentality. It's a very hard thing for people to break is that it doesn't work that way. And that is not what we should be searching for. You no. know?
2: Well, and there's also other components to recovery, right? As far as stress management with meditation also like getting proper sleep, all these things. That's all CNS recovery, right? which is
1: just, it's actually more important. Yeah. You know, muscles recover pretty easily. It's pretty, they, they, they recover pretty quickly. And pretty easily, but that the, the weight when you hammer your body and your central nervous system mm-hmm. that can take a while. They've done studies on extreme endurance athletes and found that their muscles were fully recovered within a week or two. But the central nervous system and some of these athletes would take months where they noticed that they just wasn't firing at the same capacity because of how how bad they had damaged it with mm-hmm. their, their max exertion. And that's what intensity does more than anything. More than damaging your muscles, it, it takes a big toll on your central nervous system, but you had brought up supplements and I want to touch on that a little bit when they do studies on supplements and they post them and show in their advertisements taking, you know, our special recovery blend has been shown to reduce markers of inflammation and, and, uh, reduce cortisol and improve, you know, all these different things to to (laughs) increase, to increase recovery.
3: It's so easy to show that. Well,
1: Well, here's the thing. Uh, Slow your heart rate But what does that mean? Right, exactly. What does that mean? It doesn't necessarily, and many times doesn't, mean that you're adapting better and building more muscle because I could do the same thing with ibuprofen. I could take Mm -hmm. ibuprofen Mm -hmm. after or during every single fucking workout and I will have reduced markers of inflammation. I will have improved quote-unquote markers of recovery. However, we know conclusively that I will not build more muscle by doing that. In fact, I may actually... Build less muscle as a result. And so that's what you want to look at with your supplements as well. When they're providing studies and showing that this helps you recover faster, what the fuck does that mean? And that's, it, show it, me this study that shows that it built more muscle. And Don't that's, show me and what that's where they can't Ooh. make that claim. They can't. And that's Ooh. why they
3: because if they could, they would. Yeah. If they could say take this and you will build, you know, more muscle, more, I'm more muscle, talking about like blood markers and like things that they all, all of a that's going to all yeah. the stuff that's going to confuse but the average the mind. Yeah. All the shit that's going to confuse the average mind that's reading it and they go. All those things sound important. I mean getting lower inflammation, recovery time, mm-hmm. you know more energy all uh, uh, to me if I'm a consumer I'm reading that I'm like, this stuff must be effective. this yeah. is oh, well, this-
1: well, look, it looks like it makes me you know
3: recover faster or fucking before and after pictures just, I, I uh, just had somebody <laughs> <laughs> I, I just had one of our our fans somebody that we've known for a very long time. they've worked with me, they've been listening to my every mind pump episode. they've gone through our programs yet. They still send me stuff uh, in my my inbox and I got this and she sends me over this this picture and it's a fucking bunch of before and afters and it's that what's that technique right now, the freezing? the, Cryo? the they, they, no 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 where no, no. they freeze they freeze the the brown fat and and uh, uh, what is the what's it I called blue light
2: laser yeah blue it's one of, it's too. one of those
3: freeze freeze laser thing and there's they got all these before and afters right there and she's like can, can this be true is this true it's like <laughs> really because they because they fucking put some before and afters next to it like you But uh, I mean they're working with lasers. Oh my god. You have dude.
1: to you have to understand the hu- human psyche we I'm like you listen to this show for 2 years now well he, haven't you, we talked about this we, shit he, Human psyche, we are naturally wired to need to see evidence in front of us um, because that helped us survive at one point. So when before and afters, very, very, very powerful, even though we know, most people listening right now know, that half those pictures are either doctored, Mm -hmm. Photoshopped, outright fake or complete frauds or, and yet yeah yet we still fucking and, look and, at them as and 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 credit and, and the reason the unreal. reason why they post before and after pictures is cuz people buy it sells when they see before and after pictures <laughs> They just, they just do, and it, it just they're just effective. We're dropping the ball. As, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're As, dropping the ball
3: on that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of those things I think you said the other day, too. Like, sometimes we've shot ourselves in the foot because we've been so adamant about going the opposite direction of the yep. industry. Yep. It's like, <laughs> we need hot chicks in before and afters.
1: <laughs> yeah, those what two. are we doing? Well, we can't be hypocrites, you know? That's mm-hmm. part of it, too. We got You're
3: right. I mean, that, and I think that's important. And I know some people are like, you know, respect us more because of that. But it, it to me, it's frustrating when I have someone like that because. I know how much they've listened to the show. I know how much they've gone through the program. I know how much they've learned already. And then to come across something like that. Here's the thing. And I'm just to tell everybody right now on this show. If anything revolutionary comes out, that is like fucking game changer. That is blows out any supplements,
0: we will be the first ones to talk
3: to you about. I promise you that. Like, because here's the thing. What people don't realize is that if one of us four isn't out there researching it and reading all the new stuff that's coming out. People are always emailing us. Check this out. Have you read this article? Yeah. So it's not just uh. I'm not saying like the four of our minds are just so brilliant. No, we have and a we fuck. We get a lot
2: of people. We've like got hunting got thousands
3: for thousands of people that are hunting for us and that are showing yeah. sharing things with us. And we would right away share with the audience if there was something yeah. that was so mind blowing that like and, it needed to be shared. And
1: you got to know. I mean, you got to know how these studies work. I mean, they have small sample sizes, so. You know, we tested, you know, 15, you know, football players, like 15, like there could be a lot of random shit in there. That's yeah, only 15 yeah. people. <laughs> maybe you picked 15, you know, people and, and eight of them had some, you know, did something and that altered how the results came out. And now the they're, they're going to, and by the way, they're going to publish the studies and the results that are going to be favorable. 80%. So maybe they conducted the study seven times and the sixth, the seventh time gave them the results that they wanted, but then also look at how they do their graphs. You ever look at their graphs and they show people who took our proprietary blend, whatever, gained 15%, uh, 15% more muscle and they'll have a graph and they'll show that 15% is way the fuck up here. And why? Because the top of the graph is 15%, <laughs> 15%. and <laughs> the bottom is zero and it makes it look more dramatic. Yeah. And then when you actually dive into it and you see that one group gained you know, 2.1 pounds of muscle, how much muscle did the other guy group uh, the other group gained when it was 15% more, you know, 2.3? And this is you know say yeah. like it's not it's nothing. This is the
3: stuff that they use for like your your glutamine, your branched-chain amino acids, these supplements that we got people on our forum. We just had somebody on our forum ask you the other day. I don't know if you saw that. Well,
1: or we not. I've changed my mind on look initially when we first started Mind Pump I was like, you know, branched-chain amino acids and glutamine and you know, doing these things have been shown to help with recovery because I was fooled with that whole You know these studies show certain effects with when it comes to recovery, but then I but then you look at the end result and it's nothing. Well, it doesn't give you anything, and I can see maybe in extreme cases. You know, like if you're a mountain climber and you're in this, like you're you're literally pushing your body to death, Mm -hmm. then that stuff might uh, help
3: you. You've changed your mind, but I still stand by what I've said since day one, which is hey, if you got money to fucking burn and throw away and it's not going to hurt like branch chain amino acids like there's enough studies on it that it's not going to be harmful to your body and if you like taking it for the for the placebo effect and the fact that it maybe keeps you more regiment about things that you're doing then by all means go fucking take it but if you're taking it and you're Like that $30 a month or whatever like that, you don't have that kind of money to literally light up and burn. You probably shouldn't. You know, there's other things. You'll go get a set of bands like we talked about earlier in the episode and start incorporating trigger sessions and throw away your branched amino acids. You'll get way more uh, benefit, even recovery benefit from that Mm because you want to talk about the benefits of recovery by doing trigger sessions. Yeah,
1: I want you to understand one thing. If you take anything away from this episode, it's that uh, damage and recovery um, can be independent from adaptation. They can Mm -hmm. be separate. Uh, and ultimately, the goal of your workout should be. I mean, if your goal is just to damage yourself, then uh, you know you've got a screw loose. But if you're adapt and overcome, if mo- most people listening, your your goal is to improve, not just damage yourself. And so, uh, keep that in mind when you're exercising. And soreness, I will tell you what, if you're really really sore, one of the best things you could do to make yourself to improve recovery and improve your your odds of adapting favorably. Is to do more exercise, just at a much lower intensity, Mm -hmm. move through it. And those you, you know, you you know this. You kind of know this intuitively. You've been really, really sore, and know that you feel better when you get up and walk around and stretch, versus just laying in bed. And I've used this example as well. You could hammer the heck out of your body, and then literally confine yourself to your bed and just lay there. For six days, just to ensure that you get full recovery. At the end of that six days, you will have recovered, but you will also be weaker mm-hmm. with less muscle. Your well, body will have adapted in the wrong direction. You say because you, you weren't moving. You
3: say you want that to be everyone's one takeaway. I have I emotion. have one for a takeaway for you, and, and I challenge those because I and, and why I want to go after this is because it amazed me the other day, and I noticed this when I was cruising through our forum. I mean, we got over well over a thousand people now in this forum. So these are, and most of the forum people are like pretty diehard, uh, mind pump listeners. They listen to a lot of episodes. they most of them are all going through our programs. So they know what they're doing. They're smart people, but yet they're still taking branch chain amino acids, glutamine, whatever their protein powders their favorite things. Cause they still have that. And oh, I understand, and I understand cause I was there too for a very long time. Oh,
1: it's hard, dude. It's a hard paradigm exactly. to and, fucking and, and,
3: move. So all I want you to get out of this episode is this. I challenge you to do this. Cut all your little fucking powders out. Okay, cut it all out for give me two weeks, two weeks of cutting it all out completely. And now incorporate two to three days of mobility drills. That's it. Two to three days a week of like five to 15 minutes throughout the week of mobility type drills to to, and this will not only help elicit recovery, but watch what it will do for for gains, uh, your mobility and your lifts. Just watch. Just watch how it makes you feel and perform, and know that you've taken away this thing that you were paying for, so you don't get to spend any money. And you've now incorporated something like mobility drills, ten to fifteen minutes. That's it. Two to three times per week for two weeks, and get back to me. Tell me how you feel. DM me, message me, or at fo- forum. If you're somebody who's still running all your your protein powders, your glutamine, Dude, it's your so hard. BCA. It's,
1: it's so hard to change. Even one of our one of our diehards, uh, Zach. He just he's like, yeah. hey. I've been eating 300 grams of protein for the last year and I finally cut it down to where you guys told me where it should be about 0. 0.7 grams per pound of body weight. He's like, I can't believe how amazing I feel. My digestion's better. I'm not as bloated. Uh, you know, I'm feeling better in the gym. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, we've been saying it forever. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. That's but like, it's dude. tough, dude. these, these tough, are man. These are, like, no, is, these is are
3: hardcore. My And, and, and I, I always love and I appreciate like when people like him come forward and, and they say that. I love the honesty. Yes, yeah. I love that. And I'm glad that we've always uh, commended people for doing that because- it helps more people because you don't feel you don't feel so isolated. You can alone. identify with that. And I know a lot of people, even though they're they're huge fans of the show and they listen and they support, I know that they still have been brainwashed by a lot of the material that's been put out there for a long time. So you know what? I'm all about fucking proof in the pudding. So yeah. you know what? Try do, it. Uh, here's your take the Pepsi challenge with me. Fucking drop it for two to three weeks. Incorporate the mobility. Yeah, mobility.
1: Three- do some trigger sessions. Oh yeah. Take your total volume if you're hitting a body part once a week. And split it up. Don't you don't need to do more. Just do it over three workouts instead of one. You know, one workout per body part. Um, do the same amount of sets per week. Just increase the frequency. Don't go to failure. That alone, I promise you. Like Adam says, in two weeks, you're not you're not just going to be convinced. You'll be so convinced, you will become a hardcore mind pump fan. You will literally think this is the gospel because that's, that's how much it's going to blow your mind. Yep. Those simple things right there. Yeah. Think of all the money it's going to save you. That's it. Mind pump saves you money. You <laughs> With that. Go to mindpumpmedia.com. Check out our programs. Then you can spend your money there. Also, leave us a five-star rating <laughs> review All on iTunes. extra money. <laughs> leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If we like your review and we pick it, we will send you a free Mind Pump t-shirt. You can find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. Adam is at Mind Pump Adam. And Justin you guys want to guess what is it mind pump justin oh
0: yeah that's where i am thank you for listening to mind pump if your goal is to build and shape your body dramatically improve your health and energy and maximize your overall performance check out our discounted rgb super bundle at mindpumpmedia.com the rgb super bundle includes maps anabolic maps performance and maps aesthetic